David, good morning. Thanks for the time as always. Good morning, Chris. It's good to be with you again. Great, great to be with you. Donald Trump won uh, the Iowa caucus for the GOP last night. That's not really a surprise. About 51% of the vote for the former president. Outside of Trump winning, what else did we learn yesterday? Well, we learned that there's no clear, at least from Iowa, no clear second place person uh, because DeSantis and, and uh, uh, Haley were very close. Uh, Ramaswamy dropped out, and that was sort of expected. So, you know, I think the uh, it has not added any clarity to the GOP nomination process. It still looks like Trump to, to win. Uh, we move to New uh, Hampshire next week, uh, next Tuesday, where at least the polls indicate that Haley is doing a little bit better than she was doing in, in Iowa. But still, it's a, it's a very... Um, it's a nominating process that even like 2016, where there were a lot of questions as to who was leading coming out of Iowa. It looks like it's former President Trump. You mentioned 2016, and I was looking back at the last three GOP winners for the Iowa caucuses. Ted Cruz won in 2016, Rick Santorum in 2012, and Mike Huckabee in 2008. None of those three men won their party's nomination. So what does that tell us about the Iowa caucuses, David? Well, Iowa is not necessarily a predictor for the nominee. As mm. you mentioned, there are a lot of examples, but we've also never had someone who won by 30 points. Sure. So even, the, uh, I think, the largest margin in the past, at least in the recent past, has been Bob Dole, and he won by 13 points. So, you know, it's a little bit different than 2016 because even Donald Trump contested the uh, Iowa results from 2016, where Ted Cruz won by, I think, 6,000 uh, caucus doors or votes. So it was closer then. But, uh, you know, in reality, Iowa and New Hampshire, their voting population is somewhat different than what we'll see in South Carolina or on Super Tuesday when North Carolina participates. So, you know, Iowa is state in that they use a caucus system as opposed to a primary system and some quirks are part of that primary system as you indicated now, now ron desantis finished second edging out nikki haley what does that do for the desantis campaign moving forward well you know if you look back at the amount of money and time that desantis spent in iowa even though he got a close second over haley he can't be feeling really good because, you know, he had a ground operation in Iowa. He had spent, you know, he and his pack had spent, you know, a tremendous amount of money. He doesn't have the same operation going forward in New Hampshire and South Carolina and places like that. So, you know, I'm not sure that this says that DeSantis will be a player uh, going forward, even though it's did get second you mentioned super tuesday a moment ago david do you think this republican primary gets to super tuesday right now i would say likely that it does not i mean i think if president trump does win uh new hampshire um and then moves on to south carolina and wins and haley's home state you know it could be except for the delegate count itself i mean the former president would still have to reach the delegate threshold, it would be all but over. I mean, the, the money is going to change. You know, uh, 
right now it looks like Haley and DeSantis can continue to New Hampshire. But if the polls are right in New Hampshire and DeSantis does not get out of the single digits, where's the money going to come from? And so I think it'll be a lot of clarity after the first two primary states. Visiting with David McLennan, political science professor from Meredith College. You mentioned Vivek Ramaswamy, who suspended his campaign last night and went on to endorse Donald Trump. For Ramaswamy, how much of that play was trying to get a job in Trump's administration should the former president be the nominee? Well, I mean, he has been supportive of the former president which he entered the race. He's been a defender of the uh, former president. You know, a moment during one of the early debates when he seemed to get some attention, but he's never been a significant player. I think it could be a play for a cabinet-level position or something like that. I don't see him as a vice presidential uh, candidate. But, you know, I think anybody who supports so strongly behind the former president is certainly at least a contender for us administration job should the former president win. Meredith College political science professor David McLennan, really appreciate the time as always, and we'll talk again real soon as this race continues to heat up. Sounds good, Chris. Talk to you soon.